should be the same family. This episode of Wild Dogs is brought to you by Swag Dog. Check them out at warcraft.swagdog.com to get more information about their Guild t-shirts, hats, hoodies, you name it. They have fantastic products. Make sure to check them out. Dogs this is Ghost Dog coming to you on Monday, the 6th of April. I've actually been having a hell of a good day. I've got the day off from work today, and I have been running some pugs this morning and this early afternoon. I happen to run into a fantastic group and definitely need to give the guys props. Um, there was Exporte, the uh, the death no, he wasn't a death knight, he was a paladin, I believe. Uh, Magic, Apatel, and Lodovico. Odd names, but who the fuck cares? They were good. We had a hell of a time. We ran through the Nexus, um, all heroics, the Nexus, um, Culling of Stratholme, and Gundrak. And uh, were it not for the fact that one of the guys had to head out, which then prompted me to realize I have a podcast to record, I should probably leave as well, we would have kept going. They were just fantastic <laughs> No bitching, no complaining, and fast. We ripped through there like nobody's business. All three of them. In all three, there was only one death. Um, and and it was one of those little freak accidents kind of thing. So, no, it was just a fantastic run. Had a blast with these guys, which was nice considering the, um, the hell that I've been through on other pugs for the last little while but uh no these guys were fun the uh i i managed to get um greed the fist weapon from um rook heroic um calling a stratholme um somebody else lucked out and got the drake because we did it timed and uh so that was <laughs> that was a little disappointing good for them though that was great but man i wanted that drake i don't have it actually i don't have any drakes on uh on that tune so um so yeah but no uh, i managed to get greed which is a huge upgrade for me in terms of uh, main hand fist weapon and uh, so i was very happy and hell one of the guys from the group um Abitol, even gave me a free uh enchant for it uh, 50 attack power which was very kind of him so no it was it's, it's nice when you lock into a group of guys like that and girls um and you don't want to let go it's like i know i have things to do but <laughs> But I also know that it's damn near impossible to get a pug like this. So whatever you guys want to do, I'm down for it. I'll run whatever instance you want, which was essentially what wound up happening, which was why we were bouncing all over the place. Um, we were going to do Hall of Stone as well, which is uh, the one that I really wanted to do for a shot at the um, the epic male pants at the end. And they did wind up going to do it. But again, having lost the one member, and then I started thinking, 
oh, I do have work to do. I should probably leave as well. Um, his reason was better, though. He had girlfriend anger, so I, I can respect that. So, but yeah, no props to the guys. We had a fantastic time. It was a good run. And, uh, and yeah, between the three of us, yeah, Exporto is a, a paladin, a human paladin. And, uh, between the, the five of us, we had off heels up to Wazoo because we had several paladins and myself. Um, so we really didn't have to worry about health too much, which again was just fantastic. And, uh, and Exporte made a hell of a tank. He, nothing, he held aggro like you wouldn't believe. It was just a, again, oh man, I'm just gushing all over these guys, but it was great. Had a fantastic time. In the news, uh, one of the new things that was talked about was the uh, the, the two videos out for uh, Nax, the, the speed runs. Um, one of the guilds is uh, Loki's run or Loke's run or whatever, and the other one is Showdown. Um, they both clock in around the one hour mark. Showdown is a little bit faster, clocking in just under uh, like 30 seconds, under an hour. Um, it's very interesting to see. Now, the thing to keep in mind, of course, with these two is that these guys, guys are geared out and bored right now. They're waiting for Eldor, so they are bored, and they are geared, um, which is why they, they're able to do this. Um, but it is something that's um, been brought up a lot, too, in terms of how simple, I shouldn't say simple, how easy the 25-mans are to do, as opposed to a 10-man. The 25-mans, there's a lot more room for error, which also then means that if you have a very good 25-man group, and they are all pulling their own weight, then you are going to rip through there very quickly. It's something actually that was mentioned in a blue post too, and I'll, I'll quote it. Knowing what we know now, I'd hazard to guess that we would make Nax 25 and definitely Sarth 25 more difficult if we could do it over again, as well as dropping less loot per boss. But our model remains the, that the first tier of raiding should not be a brick wall for the majority of guilds who want to raid. Thaddeus, 4H, Sath, and KT are a lot more difficult for the average pug than the rest of Nax. Maybe they should have the model for all. Hold on. Maybe they should have been the model for all the bosses, so that groups weren't surprised when they kill an Anubrakan on the first or second attempt. But again, if you like wiping and wiping before you finally manage to kill, there will be plenty of chances for that in Alduar and Ice Crown. Love. I love that, that little thread at the end there. Um, and there's a lot of uh, more discussion, too, about the 10-man versus 25-mans. As Allure is getting closer and closer, um, a lot of people are very curious what it's going to be like in terms of, again, comparing it to, to Nax and whatnot. Again, in the blue post where they're saying um, Ubers was a casual 10-man raid. Zulamon was not, especially the time run. Karazhan may have been easier than Sunwell, but then again, it wasn't that easy for many groups when it first shipped. But that whole system of progression was brutal on Gil politics. Five-player, 10-player, uh, to 25 players. I do agree that Nax and the rest of the tier was often easier in 25 than 10, and that was not our intent. Alduar has tighter balance in that regard. So this is good to hear too, because again, having done them both, it's true that um, it, it's kind of funny how the gear that you get from 25 man is is better. However, it's so much easier compared to the 10 mans. The 10 mans, you have to be paying attention to what you're doing. But then that means as well that it's not as enticing going into a 10 man knowing that you could be doing a 25 that'll be easier and you'll get better loot. So again, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with uh, with Alduar. They are obviously well aware of this issue. So um, it stands to reason that you're not going to be 
having that problem. And then again, with the hard mode that you'll be able to enable as well, um, it, it will be nice that you will have the option of going in with less guys, making it just as challenging, if not more so even, and have the good loot to show for it better loot to show for it that kind of thing um it's going to be interesting as well because they are again with their whole class balancing bullshit and that's what it is let's be honest um they're making it where tanking is going to be a lot more challenging now whether that's a good thing or bad thing depends on how you like to tank and how good a tank you are um dk's are getting a tanking nerf in 3.1 as well um again one of the blues was saying dk's were too good on sartharian but that wasn't the intent and we nerfed them well they have a slight advantage will they have a slight advantage on some fights probably but that will be true of other tanks as well do we expect most raids to tank with a dk no See, this is like I that's all well and good. However, more often than not, you are seeing pugs. It, this morning was a fluke for me because most of the pugs I'm running are with DKs. There's such a flood of them out there that, and most of them want to tank. The ones that I've seen are, are tanking. So you wind up with a DK tank. Um, whether or not that's going to change with, with Aldor, I don't know. But it is going to be interesting to see which one of the tanks, um, which class is going to be the one that's going to be the best to handle um, Aldar. I haven't heard yet whether or not there is a one that's going to be better than the others, but it will be interesting. Uh, Feral tanking is also taking a hit in 3.12. Um, again, from a blue, bears used to have the highest armor and highest health which is no longer the case obviously but we added the shield ability and improved their cooldown to try and bring them more in line with other classes we're keeping an eye on them and we'll make improvements if they turn out to be clearly inferior tanks this is good to know however again it's because a lot of the dynamics that they're introducing for the bear tanks may not be getting enough testing on the test realms for them to be able to accurately tell whether or not the shield gimmick is going to work and so then you're going to wind up with your bear tanks being shit when they come out the gate which is is just my opinion i could be wrong i could be wrong in that they'll come out of the gate strong and be able to do the same thing however i find that highly unlikely the thing is is that they're dicking around again with feral um, the feral tree a lot which they always have done. Um, case in point, again, and it was nice to finally hear um, a blue talking about this, but uh, it, it was uh, they were talking about the Druid's original design, between air quotes here. I understand what you're trying to say with that last part. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about, but anyways. But the truth is, our original design was that if Druids want to raid, they have to heal. Well, why the fuck give us two other talent trees then? If you are going to pigeonhole us into a specific build, if we are going to progress or do anything, then don't try to fuck us up the ass and say, oh yeah, you can do this other shit. Yeah, you'll be just as viable. No, you're not. All they wanted you to do was heal. And that's what pissed me off for literally years about the class. I love the class. I love the different talent trees. So I should have the ability to decide what it is that I want to do i understand that for other classes as well there is um there's a lot of that where 
if you're going to progress, you had to be a certain build. However, I never found it as apparent as it was with the Druid. Now, I'm not speaking out of my ass here. I've played all the classes. I haven't pushed them right to the end. No, I have not. Um, and I don't pretend to know everything about all the classes. Okay, But from my experience, <laughs> the Druid was the worst experience for me for that. Because I was told that there was only one thing that I could do in a raid. Um, okay, going back to his little quote here too. Our BC design was okay. You can try and raid with the other Druid specs, but you're going to be inferior to other classes in tanking, casting, or melee DPS. We heard from plenty of Druids who thought that was a terrible design, and over time, we decided we agreed and changed our vision for how raiding works. Um, it goes on again with, uh, I understand the class homogenization concerns. It is something difficult to make sure that all classes are viable for what they want to do without pushing their stats and abilities too close together. We're going to, we are going to continue to try to strike a balance here. However, I will offer that for every player that asks what was wrong with the good old days, there is a prot paladin, feral druid, ret paladin, arcane mage, or survival hunter who's happy that their spec isn't a joke any longer longer true however they keep dicking around with it anyways uh case in point with the feral druids where they're screwing up now they're there's well, yes screwing up they're screwing around with the dps because they find that they have too much burst damage now and again it's back to this bullshit of wanting to balance classes both in pvp versus not even versus and PVE and you can't do that effectively they've been trying for four years you would think if they would have struck a balance somewhere that it would have stayed the same but they cannot so here you have the feral DPS which is being screwed around with as well here they're saying the main issue we are running into the main issue we are running into here is that the PVE DPS, when pulled off properly, can be pretty high, and that is what has caused some of the nerfs in 3.1. We recognize that maximizing PVE DPS can require fairly complex rotation, which doesn't translate well into PVP DPS, and we are considering some changes to improve that in the future. <sighs> <laughs> and you know what? In all the time that I've been doing pugs um, with through Wrath now, I've come across one other cat. Uh, I shouldn't say other because mine isn't up to 80 and doing um, any heroics yet or anything like that. But I've come across one kitty and all of that time. Everybody else has either been Boomkin or has been a healer or a tank, but that's been very rare. It's been, a, it was a fantastic experience one time, especially, but it's very, very rare. You're seeing this. So you're telling me that they're doing too much damage. You would think that if they're doing too much damage, that you'd see a hell of a lot more of them. And again, maybe it's just me. Maybe there are tons of cats out there that are doing respectable damage, if not top in the charts like they're trying to make it seem here i'm just not seeing them and i'm looking for them. trust me as a druid since retail day one i'm looking for that love but i know again getting back to my druids get kicked in the balls all the time that I, I know it's coming so uh so yeah so the uh, the the only thing that i've heard that was encouraging for druids from the blues this week was where they were talking about the new form models which is something that a lot of classes would think is a joke when they hear that druids want new models for their different forms. Um, but the thing is, is that 
Think of how great you feel when you equip that badass fucking two-hander that you got that just looks like death itself. Whether it's a a staff, a, a, a gladiator, gladiator outfit, uh, well, you name it. Uh, case in point, I was just talking with Andy the other day, who's hosted the show with us a couple of weeks ago, um, and he managed to score this incredible goddamn polearm. And I mean, this thing is bigger than the fucking Buick, and, but it's gorgeous, and the stats are incredible on it. And he was really happy with it, of course, not just because of the stats, but it looks great it looks fantastic you don't get that with forms basically my bear looks the same as you know when i dinged 40 and got dire bear form the very first time the first couple of months when the game came out it hasn't changed the again the cat looks the same one of my biggest pet peeves has always been the cat the horde cat because dear lord that thing is absolutely hideous there's a fucking line with horns come on i've always hated it um back before they made it clear that you couldn't do anything about that i used to uh have a mod that changed the only the local skin so that my bear or sorry not my bear my cat on my horde looked like um uh humor the pride lord which is a really nice black lion skin. Um, so, but then that was quickly, they, they, they put the kibosh on that one and made it clear that you're not to do that. Um, however, up until then, that's, I, I had to because I hated looking at that skin. And it's not just, it's a lot of it has to do with how you like the skin and whatnot, but also again, how, you know, you work your ass off for gear and all that, and you are looking at this tune all the time. Anybody who tells me they could give a rat's ass about what they look like, I find that really hard to believe when you consider how people go to extents, not just for the specs on items, but also how it looks. They like the gear. I mean, there's a reason why people bitch so much when the Northrend gear came out and that uh, they hated how everything looked the same, I mean, me included. Um, and they hated how be, uh, Burning Crusade shit made you look like some colorblind hobo. Um, so people care. So when you have a class that is and relies entirely on forms, but you look the same. You all look the same. Plus you, so, so my bear is going to look exactly like your bear, etc., etc. There's absolutely no customization that you can do, which is really disappointing that the, that the abilities are there. I mean, let's be honest, it, it'll require some coding from them, which is, again, they're trying to make it seem as if this is quite a bit of work. Um, but, uh, but whether or not they'll do it, who knows? It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of work only for one class. What they're saying here is uh, Druid forms are not coming in 3.1, but, and between parentheses, big but, we are working on them. We have to say that when these do go live, it will be it will have been worth the wait, which is all well and good to say. But, I mean, let's be honest. When Flight Form came out, there were suggestions. There were many suggestions from the Druid community in terms, and even I read, suggestions from people who weren't druids saying god give them something cool um like we had fantastic suggestions and what do we get a goddamn crow a crow come the fuck on i i hated it then and i still do i don't 
I don't find the crow looks cool. The armored epic crow is, I mean, it's got a couple of twisty ties in its feathers and bullshit. It's, it's a joke. It doesn't look epic. So meanwhile, here's somebody who's got this epic Drake or the, the nether wings or like uh, my, my shaman with the, um, the helicopter or any other epic flyer that looks epic. You're riding a goddamn dragon, okay? And I'm just going to fly beside you as a little crow. If I get tired, I may land on your ass and take it easy for a little while. Don't worry about me, okay? Something that looks like it's going to be digging up worms in your backyard should not be your epic flight form. That ain't cool, okay? And uh, and so <laughs> when they're saying this, like, I'm sorry, but I've got no faith in their ability to make the form something that truly is cool. Enough of that ranting. Anyways, that's enough uh, bitching about the, uh, the the druids for now. I've been leveling my druid, and it's I can't get over how unbearable it is at the moment. Um, I've been hearing from a lot more people saying that they they either level through as Resto or they level through as uh, Boomkin or Feral, and uh, they're certainly not bitching. But what I would like to know from those people are, did you level another tune or other tunes to 80 prior to that? Because that makes a huge difference. When I switched my Horde Druid from uh, Balance, well, first from Resto to Balance, and then balance to uh, Feral. I found he was leveling fantastic. I was having the time of my life. It was like, holy crap in hell. But what did I have there to go from? I had Resto, which I mean, it's hard to find another class that levels fast, slower. And then the Boomkin, where I was constantly running out of mana, despite the fact that I had very good gear, but it didn't take long, where because of the uh, progression in the spells, they were using a lot more mana, and so I wasn't, I was running out of mana all the time. And then as Pharaoh, well, I was thinking, shit, look at me go. I'm having a blast here. This is, this is fantastic. But since then, I've leveled up my 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 uh, enhancement shaman to 80 um which ripped through from 74 to 73 or 74 to 80 in like a week and a half but i was able to when the cooldowns were ready i was able to drop huge packs and gather as much as 10 to 15 or more thousand experience like that Boom, they're all dead. Now, I couldn't do that consistently throughout, but as I was working my way between quests and whatnot, I saw packs of mobs, they were going down. That adds up a lot. Now, I'm seeing the same thing on my Death Knight when I'm questing with my son, especially where we are leveling so fast, it's making my head spin. And it it makes it so that I do not want to play the, 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 the fucking druid again um again i uh terry's been playing who also has hosted the show um has been playing his death night now too ever since i've been doing uh, my my son and i've been doing ours he's been playing his as well of course he's leveling his uh quite a bit faster as well because he's using he's uh, he's playing just that one more often um and he's got her up to 67 and is having a blast and he's saying the same thing he's ripping through mobs so fast and leveling so fast is fantastic um so i find it very disconcerting leveling the druid because it is a single target 
kill, it has to be, you can go, if you're, if you're leveling cat, you can go two and use your swipe, which does a phenomenal amount of damage, but your life drops fairly fast. I'm very glad that I have herbalism on this tune to give me that life bloom. Um, or is it life bloom or life, whatever. Anyways, um, which gives me that heal over time that I can cast while I'm cat. Um, but that being said, when I try to take on multiple mobs in bear, Christ, I may as well be hitting them with a fly swatter because it's not hurting them and they're barely going down. But I'm bare. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so it's it's a very disappointing level. Um, I've been raising, uh, I've been working on getting enough emblems on my my shaman so that I can buy the bind on account shoulders for the druid. I'd like to definitely get those for her so that she can level faster because you get that 10% uh, increase from killing um, uh, mobs. So as she is grinding, no, she won't be killing as, you know, as effectively as the Shaman or the DK were, and she can AOE a lot of things. But at least she'll be getting more experience from each kill. So that I don't think that will quite make up the difference, obviously. Um, however, it will it will make a difference and it will help out. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to getting those shoulders on her. Um, once I finally do get her to 80, my plan is on working my, on my lock again, which I've started actually playing a little bit. I know I had said that I wasn't going to be doing any more um, playing alts too much, but it's just a little bit here and there, so it's not a big deal. And I'd like to get actually the bind on account shoulders for that lock as well so that he is leveling faster so that it's not such a pain in the ass for him when the time comes as well he's still way low level he's only in his uh, early 30s so it's 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 different but that being said it will be fun to have that again that little bonus there to to uh to his uh to his experience as he's killing mobs. Uh, in terms of more 3.1 news, um, it was brought out that the equipment manager will not be ready for 3.1. Now, for anybody who has not been following this, obviously with the dual specs that's coming out in 3.1, you will need a closet manager, so to speak. Um, there are other options that you can check out that are just as good, if not better, as well. There, There is Outfitter, and there are a couple other ones, too. Just go to, to uh, Curse and do a search, and you should find what you need. Um, I know that, if I'm not mistaken, it was Outfitter that I used to use, which was really great because it would actually remember which outfits to put on you when you switched forms as well. Very handy for a druid, especially for a lazy druid. I know that Stompolina from the uh, Rarcast was talking about that, and I was shaking my head because it was like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one because <laughs> I hated having to reach and press the buttons and everything. I just wanted it so that as soon as I changed, my outfit changed as well. So what they're saying, uh, the Blues are saying, uh, certain issues were encountered with the upcoming equipment manager that could not be resolved in time for release with the next content patch, patch 3.1. In order to ensure that this feature meets our standard of quality, we will be taking some extra time with the equipment manager and it will be instead it will instead be released sometime after patch 3.1. We understand that this feature is widely anticipated, uh, is a widely anticipated addition and apologize for this minor delay. Uh, it's not a minor feature. This is important. Um, again, you are not going to want to be between fights uh, in Alduar or whatever you're raiding in between fights having to change all of your outfit 
one at a time. You're going to want to be able to just click a button. Everything's changed over. Now, what makes me laugh here is that they must have known a long time ago that this was coming. Obviously, they knew deal specs was coming. They planned this a long time ago, and yet they couldn't get it ready to a, a, a standard of quality. What, what the? F All you got to do is look at the mods that work and that work very well. Just it's not like they haven't ripped code before from other modders. Just check out how they did it and put it in yours. For the time being, though, for anybody who is going to be looking for one of those, which is pretty much every fucking one um check out outfitter i believe that is still the best one to be using that's probably the one that i'm going to be using when i do um dual spec with my shaman because he will definitely be resto and uh, enhancement so anyways that's that's that for the the equipment manager um new news as well is noble garden has been moved to april 6 or 26 so it's being delayed so it's not going to be in time for easter which they kind of hinted that if it wasn't if the patch wasn't ready in time that they would be changing when noble garden would be so obviously the patch is not ready yet um i don't know how long we'd be looking at but i mean it's going to be coming out before the 26th of april obviously and I come back to the same thing again where keep it until it's ready. I don't want to see that shit until it's ready. Um, I know a lot of people are would argue with me on that. They, they desperately want it. Um, but I would much rather they just hold off until it is ready. I can, I can keep doing the same shit I'm doing for another couple of weeks. It won't hurt me. Give me a chance to work on my resto set so it's not a big deal. Um, they, they have released as well the, um, the achievements that are going to be for, uh, Noble Garden, which, uh, there's some, there's some interesting ones. Um, but the, uh, the most interesting one, which one was it that I like? Shake your bunny maker. Use spring flowers to place rabbit ears upon females of at least 18th level. I love that. I, there's going to be little playboy bunnies all over the damn place. And they're really playing on this bunny thing too because they're you find your pet spring rabbit, another one to love. So you can have rabbits doing it all over the damn place. Nice. But there is a whole slew of these Noble Garden achievements. There's um, Blushing Bride, Desert Rose, uh, a lot of kissing and and flowers, planting flowers, uh, Noble Garden, Spring Fling, and uh, what else? Hard Boiled, Dressed for the Occasion, Sunday's Finest, Chocoholic. You knew you were going to get one of those and Chocolate Lover. Um, I found one. And then, of course, the Meta Achievement one, Noble Gardener. So there's there's quite a few there that you're going to have to to work on uh, if you are working towards the Meta because you are working towards the... Um, the year-long meta as well i don't know how many of these i'm going to do i'm probably going to try to pound out quite a few of those i wouldn't mind getting the meta i haven't gotten the meta for all of them this year but i'm assuming that this is going to be um one of those where when you have the achievement you can use it towards say next year's meta achievement as well i would guess i'm hoping because i don't have the patience to do every single meta achievement for every single um event world event that's going to be happening for this year and i know damn well i'll be playing the game again next year so what the hell i'll just work on those achievements then next year i sure as hell would not ha want to have to go through the elder quest the lunar festival all over again for next year to have the meta achievement to work towards the meta achievement 
in the uh, for the final year you know what i mean um if anybody knows whether or not that is in fact the case i'd love to hear from you um leave me a message on uh, twitter at uh, twitter.com slash wow dogs because i'd like to hear more if anybody knows concretely whether or not that will be the case but uh, so i am probably going to work a little bit on um, on this one if it if it does not rely too much on luck which is one of the things that they now know we don't like so either increase our luck when when it's a, a random drop um and it, or nothing just do it because <laughs> we've had it with that shit they they're giving us more days which shows that they also can appreciate that we don't like it when it's a random thing with short amount of time so uh 3.1 also is going to be introducing a bunch of uh mini pets new mini pets and as it stands now on the test realms these are actually bind on equip not bind on pickup which is fairly interesting i find it hard to believe that they're going to stay that way but i mean you never know there's um they're basically for the most part a whole bunch of oh and and they're they're going to be for the argent tournament by the way you're going to need uh champion seal well most of them you're going to need 40 champion seals in order to um to buy them and then you got stuff like the elwin lamb the jertar scorpion the dunmore cub um the thing is is that most of them look very much like the full-size version of whatever it is they're they're emulating so i mean it's not really it's going to be nice to put towards your your um your 50 or your 75 achievement for the the, the companion bets um but there's there's only a few of these that i would really want to be to to have and and actually show off the um the gruntlings and the squire the argent gruntling and the argent squire which are going to be um you're going to get if you complete daily quests and become a champion of the argent tournament those are actually fairly cool they're they're kids um but they're actually fairly cool they 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 look interesting so they're going to be nice um the rabbit again you got a spring rabbit that looks pretty much like the rabbit that you can pick up in dunmorrow like again it's a little disappointing that they're not going all out with this um that being said of course they put out the um the skin for the um the murloc that you're going to get if you are taking part in the arena tournament which now that i've seen this i wish i'd done my soon-to-be son-in-law had asked if i was interested in doing that with him and at the time i thought well just be another thing that we really don't have time for probably not a good idea so i'd said nah i I better not and i god i'm kicking myself in the ass now because this is the oh my fucking god drop of the week for me is the murkimus the gladiator which god they couldn't have named it better (laughs) i love it and this little murloc is dressed up like a gladiator and it's fantastic oh i'm literally i'm kicking myself in the ass i wish i had join that tournament just for that it would have been worth the 20 bucks to be able to just get it now of course you have to play 200 matches um which isn't a big deal i mean you can pound out quite a few matches if you have the time set aside like a weekend uh or whatever it's not hard as long as you're well well coordinated with the rest of your group um and so yeah that you got to see it. Go to MMO Champion. Um, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Of course, you can go to wowdogs.com. Um, but yeah, 
gorgeous Mercumus the Gladiator. The uh, the only other one that I saw that I would really like to get as well is the Senjin Fetish, which is uh, one of the shields like you see in um, excuse me, um, Zeldrak, the floating shields, which actually looks fairly cool, fairly cool. I, I was I was impressed with that. We're going to call it a wrap for this show. Um, next week's show is going to be a little late because it is, of course, the Easter long weekend. It's the real Noble Garden. And, um, and so I'm going to be spending all of my time with my family over the course of the weekend and potentially heading out of town as well to go visit some relatives, my folks, and whatnot. So the show may be a day late. Now, it will depend on when I get back into town and, uh, and whatnot and how busy we are. Um, I may very well have it out first thing Tuesday morning, but don't be surprised if it's one day late, which will give you just that much more time to join the contest. All right. Thanks to our sponsor. Wow. Our, uh, swag. Oh, Jesus. I'm not editing that out. I'm not. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Swag Dog. Um, we have a contest now wherein you can win yourself a $25 gift certificate. You can put that towards a t-shirt, which covers the full amount of the t-shirt, or a hat, which covers the full amount of the hat. Or you can put it towards something that's more expensive to knock the price down, like their hoodies that look so freaking cool um and uh there's free shipping that's involved with your your purchase as well that comes with this so i've actually haven't gotten my shirt and hat yet i'm really hoping to get them soon because i'm gonna tell you guys what i think of the products as well i know that the setting it all up on uh, on their site which again i'll say warcraft.swagdog.com and unlike wow dogs with the gangsta d-a-w-g this is the real dog d-o-g um the site is very well designed to easily put your guild information if you want just a strictly guild t-shirt where it has your tabard your guild name your even your 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 uh, battle group and realm um or you can change it to put it to whatever you would like um there's a variety of colors to choose from in terms of the t-shirts. There's a variety of uh, colors to choose from with the hats as well. The uh, You can get yourself one hell of a pimp and horde hat with because they have red as well. So you can get a nice red hat with the black horde emblem on it, which I may pick one up anyways, just a second hat, just to be able to do that because it did look that good. So how do you put your name in for this? Quite easily, like I hinted about last week, add Twitter or sorry, add Wow Dogs to your Twitter as someone that you are following. Okay, so it's going to be go to Twitter.com/slash Wow Dogs, W O W D A W G S. Now that's going to be that's the Twitter that I have that puts all the information in terms of the uh, podcast and everything else. Now, once you're following me. I'm going to follow you back. I'm going to be checking every single day. Well, I check anyways, and I'm going to make sure that I follow everyone back as they are following me. From there, what you need to do is you need to send Wow Dogs a direct tweet. Very easy to do. Send a direct tweet to Wow Dogs and just say, entering t-shirt contest or whatever. Just make it very clear that it's an entry for Swag Dogs. Uh, contest at the end when i am doing the um, podcast next week i will be going through 
all of those. I will have written them all down and going old school on you, picking one out of a hat, literally. I used to do this all the time on some other sites that I used to have, review sites, hardware sites, and, and even movie sites, um, wherein I'd hold contests, and it's the best random that you can get. <laughs> That's the easiest, and I always get my kids to help with the cutting of the names. Um, so it's going to be old school, picking from a hat, and the winner will get that $25 gift certificate. That's about it. Like I said, for tonight, I would like to thank everybody for their comments on iTunes, for their emails, and for their tweets of encouragement. You can find us on iTunes at Wild Dogs with a space in between. Please make sure to follow us there and leave some reviews and some five-star ratings you can leave less if you want but i mean let's be honest it's if you're going to send something be nice um but yeah leave us some reviews because the more of those that we have the easier it becomes to then get other sponsors for the show and if you do leave a review and you're from somewhere other than north america do me a favor and either tweet me and let me know or send me an email at um wow dogs at gmail.com just so that i know as i've said before itunes is set up where you have to go through every single country and do a search for your podcast to then see all of the reviews if anybody knows of an app a site uh, anything that'll do that for you and amalgamate them all oh dear god let me know and i'll hump your leg i swear to god i will love you a long time um terrible thing to say um but anyways yeah no i would love to have um, something like that to make it easier because it's such a pain in the ass having to go through all of those. Um, if you also have, like I said, the, uh, if you have any comments or uh, questions or rants or anything like that, send them to wowdogs at gmail.com. I make sure to answer everything is in so, so much as I can, as fast as I can. And then follow us on Twitter, like I said earlier, at wowdogs. Basically, that's it for this show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. I'd like to thank Swagdog for sponsoring this contest and for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to check them out at warcraft.swagdog.com to check out their personalized guild t-shirts that you can make. Fantastic products. I highly endorse them. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Hello and welcome to Wild Dogs. This is Ghost Dog coming to you on April the 6th. You can pick any, uh, uh, several different types of, oh, man, this sucks. This episode of Wild Dogs is brought to you by Warp Schmuck. Can't hear myself, that's part of the problem. Hell. This episode of Wild Dogs is brought to you by Swagdog.com. Check them out at Swarf. This episode of Warp. So you can have rabbits doing it all over the damn place. Nice. <laughs>